0: All right, yeah, I just started it from the beginning. Well, I just started wrestling from the beginning, so... That's where I got. Whatever they doing now, in the words of DJ Envy, I'm not privy to.
1: Oh, man. All right,
2: hold on. Let me get my...
0: Make sure I got the... I got to pull the theme music up. I was working on something else, so I got to, like...
1: Man, listen, I was just thinking to myself how poor, piss poor, not even let me say poor, let me say piss poor, how piss poor my mental health has been, bro. And I'm like, bro, how how do I even make it through days sometimes? And for <clears throat> all the no-static people out there, whatever, I know that sounds bad, but I'm okay. It's just, I'm not okay, if that makes sense. And like, you talking about doing other stuff and trying to pot at the same time. Boy, I feel you. I got 47,000 things going on at once, bro. And I still got to compartmentalize and do all of those things, including raise my daughter by myself. This shit is for the birds, my boy. This shit, and matter of fact, I'm not even gonna say it's for the birds, because you know what birds don't have? This something I thought about, Dennis. Mm. Bro, do you think birds and dogs have bad mental health days? Mental health is a creation of like modern society. And, and and hear me out on this. I'm not saying that people don't have mental health th- disorders and conditions, and I respect those. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about as a regular person without a mental health disorder that I'm aware of, just on a regular day, feeling like, man, I, I, I it's hard for me to make it today. It's hard for me to mentally push through today or whatever, right? That has to be a human thing. Based on the stuff that we got rocking. You feel me? Like, because what causes mental health issues then is bills, mm-hmm. kids, you know what I'm saying? Work, you know what I'm saying? Your car breaking down. My sister's car broke down right now. I'm pretty sure that's weary on her mental health, relationships, and shit like that. Man, that's not, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I'm a gorilla in the woods, Maybe you have bad mental health if you're not the leader of the gorillas. Right. But it can't be the same way, you know what I'm saying? It can't be the same way that, that we do. You know what I'm saying? Cause, cause, and, and, and here's what I'm saying. I never see, and I could be wrong, but I never see, like, you know, gorillas and, like, hippos and dogs just be like, you know, I'm off myself today because of this. And I know that human mental health will get you to that particular point. So it's just it's just a it's just a it's a rough that's a life is rough sometime, my boy.
0: One thousand percent. I feel like we'll have, I feel like we we gonna have our we, we gonna have our mental health pod at some point. Cause it's definitely yeah. a pot that needs to be unpacked at home. Right. <laughs> Yo,
1: what's funny about the mental health part, bro? Listen, first round, when we first started, we had a mental health part with, with a mental health counselor on there, or at least a, a, a quote unquote self proclaimed mental health counselor. And Tank was being Tank, and, bro, she could not handle that thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> bro. And it's funny because with Tank being Tank and all of that or whatever, it's like, how do I put this? It's like, it's like, you have to be a strong in a strong mind or state of being to even deal with Tank. However, one thing I learned about people, bro, when people are upset or they don't like what's being said or what's going on, they tend to not hear the whole full of details or something. And this episode actually never aired on, bro. Listen, because the the, the audio was messed up. But um, this particular episode, at the end, Tank said, and I quote: "Crazy people, don't kill yourself." Okay, that's what they want you to do, and that's what they used to be back in the day. Make sure you get some help because we got services for you. However, she was so taken back by Tank's approach and his straightforwardness, or whatever, that she heard crazy people kill yourself. She had a whole big uproar about it. It was like you can't post that. The people in my church would be upset, and my followers, and blah 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 blah. And I went back and listened. I'm like, that's not even what he said you know what I'm saying so a lot of times when we get upset bro we go to not listening and we just go to spitting out man
0: with that said let's go and get this started no static podcast episode 240 hold on hold on I say the the wrong number let me just make sure I got this 243. I am Dennis, your host. Jess here. Here. Khalil is here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And yeah, we a day late again, but with that said, why
1: Khalil I... sound like Nardo Wick just then? <laughs> I sound like what? Just then, why you sound like <laughs> Nardo Wick? What you got going on? Nah, no, I just love <laughs> the
3: jam. Ready to do the man. podcast? Ready, ready to do the podcast, man.
0: Let's get, to, let's get to now it. you
1: sound like T. rag but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, um, all right. So, do we want to get started with, uh, with Keith Lee? And yes. Basically, yes. He the, lobby, the Atlanta restaurants.
1: So, Khalil, are you familiar with Keith Lee?
3: Yeah, yeah that's the dude who y'all be <clears throat> are reviewing the food and stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. So yeah. boom. Uh Dennis, if you don't mind, I'll go ahead and fill everybody in on what's going on. For sure. So Keith Lee is a food reviewer with I just checked his TikTok. Dennis, you can verify while I'm talking. I believe he has 17 million followers on TikTok. Mm. Think mm. about what I yeah. Uh-huh. That <laughs> Kaleo, mm. what you said? No. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. That's a crazy for social media. That's a 17 crazy million. amount of followers like,
2: because. Athlete having, studies,
1: right? Like having followers is different than than um 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 you know getting likes and shit like that because if you got 17 million followers, ain't no telling how many people looking at your page because you got a percentage of people that's just not gonna follow, not like it, just because they hating, but they'll look at all your shit, right? So, mm-hmm. Keith Lee. Um, TikTok personality food reviewer. I think he's the biggest food reviewer on TikTok. Black guy, autistic, by the way, dude. Which I just found that out, Dennis. Yeah. Um, and he goes around and just you know reviews food. He's also a very humble guy, and um, I know y'all boys on here, y'all even though everybody on here know that I am not a religious man, but I always tell niggas to live like Jesus because Jesus was a real nigga. Right? Keith Lee's one of those (laughs) like I live like Jesus type niggas, whatever, right? Give out heavy tips, bro. Thousand dollar tips, pay, you know, okay. He's just a good dude all around from the most part of where everybody's I ain't never heard nobody say nothing bad about him. That's not saying that he's perfect, because I don't know him personally. But anywho, that's your background on who Keith Lee is. Well, he's taken his food review show on the road several times, and this week he's with his family in Atlanta. Now, we know Atlanta is black Hollywood. So he's in Atlanta, and he's reviewing these restaurants in Atlanta, and it is not looking good for Atlanta. Nigga, let me say this, too. It is not looking good for niggas. Okay, niggas, I don't know what y'all got going on. But when he went to the Real Milk and Honey, which, by the way, I've been to in Atlanta, and I experienced the same thing as Keith. He went to the Real Milk and Honey tried to get a table they closed they said they closed at five my boy went there at four shorty said we closed for a deep cleaning fuck that ain't nobody sitting down then when keith lee went in they recognized it was keith lee they was like we can serve you he's like nah i'm straight then he went to uh candy burns uh restaurant or whatever uh three old ladies or whatever the shit called i ain't never been to that one, y'all boys and he uh he sent his mom, his uh he sent his sister, his wife, and his uh step-mom- or mother-in-law in there. They tried to get a table. They told him it's two hour wait or whatever, they can't get no table, woo the woot So they walk out, they couldn't get, they can't order no to go order. Keith Lee comes in, all of a sudden everybody started taking pictures, and they just say, we can get your table right now within five minutes of Keith Lee walking in the door. So he's like, why you couldn't get the table earlier when the people was in here? And she was like, oh, first go, first, first come, first serve. And this has happened over and over and over again at the Atlanta restaurants. I think in Atlanta, he's been to a few restaurants. He's only had one good review and the customer service or two good reviews and the customer service in Atlanta has been terrible. And niggas got all these house rules for their restaurants. Like you can't split checks. And we add gratuity to everything and yada, 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 and it's trash. And Keith Lee is exposing them. And I'm going I'm to say this, Dennis, I'm going to say this. I'm going to go just get this off my chest. You know what he's exposing? I say this all the time on this pod, on Bro Listen and everything else. Niggas hate ourselves in America. We hate ourselves. What Keith Lee is exposing right now is the fact that niggas in America... Feel like niggas don't deserve good service. So the restaurant, it's the 60-40 rule. It's an old restaurant rule if your restaurant is 60% this and 40% that, then this is the type of restaurant it is. So these niggas in Atlanta feel like not only do, it's a privilege for y'all niggas to have my restaurant open with this good food, but you niggas don't deserve good service and food. We're gonna add gratuity because you niggas ain't gonna tell yada yada and so on and so forth. And it's exposed how we really feel about ourselves because less what y'all boys when he go to vegas when he go to la to these quote-unquote latinos and, and white and asian restaurants he don't have this problem so one of y'all boys explained to me why is he having such a problem in atlanta in black hollywood why are you having a problem
0: yeah and if anybody is going to I'm be going. One, to, is one to you know break that down and expose that Is going to be Keith Lee because one thing about him is that everybody, like, if he reviews a place or just, you know, we've seen like history repeat itself to where it's like people take it, people take his word seriously. And even, even when he's like, yeah, you know, I went, don't go based on my experience and just leave negative reviews. Like, he has that kind of hive that if he says, like, if he says, like, for example, one of the main things he said was was as you can see, I, I don't have any bags in my hands. My hand, yeah, and that is the ultimate, like, like remember how they did, remember that one episode where we where we um talked about how the Beehive did trick daddy restaurant, right? <laughs> like, is is that right. just off the strength. And then I seen something too
1: where. I don't know, Keith Lee was autistic. One of these restaurants posted on social media. First of all, the real Milk and Honey posted a review, a, a rebuttal to Keith Lee's review, where they sitting up there smoking a pipe and they sunday best. And like, who is Keith Lee? And the little daughter was like, Daddy, you don't know who Keith Lee is? He's like, yeah, never heard of him. Nigga, there ain't nobody gonna come to your <laughs> shit, you my boy. And I I seen another restaurant. It might have been a real milk and honey too. Somebody posted, why are y'all even letting somebody with autism tell y'all what to eat? Are you kidding me, Dennis? Not, we'll try to do better in the future. Maybe we need to improve our service. You know, yeah. No, it was like, oh, y'all letting this autistic nigga tell y'all what to eat. Man, what? Black people do better.
0: It re it just further reinforces his point. It just further like reinforces everything that he's saying about them and the fact that the fact that they're that bold bold to double down, like you doubling down on the Beyonce of Fool reviewers.
1: Yeah, bro. And it's not bro, Keith lee so big, bro. I, I just yeah. want to reiterate, bro. Seventeen million followers is crazy. It's a crazy number, y'all boys. Y'all know that. Y'all know that. Y'all want to know something interesting? Let me let me put that in perspective. Let me put that in perspective. How many people do y'all think watch the WNBA finals the game? The game seven, or whatever, the last game.
3: No, I couldn't put a number. I know I didn't watch it. <laughs>
1: Then let's take a guess. One of y'all boys, just take a guess. Give me, give me the, the number of people.
0: Uh <laughs> Couple hundred thousand?
1: Facts. It was 900 and some odd thousand people. The WNBA Finals. This nigga TikTok has more <laughs> followers than niggas that watched the WNBA finals. Matter of fact, this nigga TikTok has more followers, bro than the doggone people who watched the first game of the World Series. Mm. The average, the Jaguar game, Jags versus Pittsburgh, did an 11. If you know what ratings is, it's like a point system for every million or whatever, right? It did an 11. There's more people that follow Keith Lee than watch the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. And you gonna say, you want to get your taste test from an autistic nigga? Man, what? What's wrong with these niggas, bro? <laughs>
0: nah, yeah. They 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 drop they only dropped the they dropped the ball on that for real. And the fact that it the fact that this ain't just one restaurant. This this is multiple restaurants in the same city. And just I've heard of so many stories of you know situations in Atlanta, um, uh, from like just just how like they you know how they tax on everything. Even I've experienced just how they tax on everything. Some people said, like a good friend of mine was like he he was in a, a Uber one time and they was up the street or across the street from the actual place that they needed to stop at, and then the Uber driver told them it was like like it's right there, y'all can get out right here, right? Like, it's, right. Just so, it's, it's just it's just so track. much. Like, yeah, like
1: Atlanta trash. And I'm glad, I'm glad Keith Lee there for a many Reason now, let me correct myself. I thought it was 17.3. I'm bugging, it's 14.3 million. So, my bad, y'all. <laughs> and, uh, a lot. And, a crazy number, really. Well, you talking about numbers, Keith Lee TikTok page right now, right? You know how you pin your three videos to the top, right? His mm-hmm. top three videos, views by views. Is 48 million, 36 million, and 31 million views. Views. The Atlanta video where he like, as you can see, I don't got no bag. That video right there, 18.4 million views. How you gonna ask a nigga who is Keith Lee when he got 18.4 million views? It's more niggas. I'm dead ass y'all boys. Now I'm about to get a turn. There's more niggas that watch this nigga video than live in whole state. There's more niggas that, that that watch this nigga video than voted in the Florida election.
2: You think they've done oh, they behavior?
1: They oh. <laughs> bugging. They bugging. They bugging, Dennis. They've been exposed, my boy.
0: Now they one thousand. They they bugged out. And the fact that yeah, I I haven't um I haven't done any like research on what um matter of fact I can probably do it now, but I haven't done any research on like what those reviews look like, like for like a Google or anything like that. But it's all matter of time before the flood gets open, and then it's, it's gonna get bad.
1: You're, bro, listen, this dude, Keith Lee, and this this how I got on bro. I just watched him one day, scrolling through TikTok, he popped up on my For You page. The nigga sitting on his daughter, you know, like the little preschool table thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. The nigga sitting on his daughter preschool table eating a quesadilla, reviewing a quesadilla. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy right now. You know what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> like, this nigga is like in the case of DM. So I went to the nigga page. I'm like, oh, this dude kind of cool. But I watch the nigga stuff all the time, bro. And I'm just going to point out the other day he had, um, this before he went to, to Atlanta. He was in, he's from Vegas. He was in Vegas. And he was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I'm at this dude. My mom told me, hey, go check out this dude, he got a wing spot or whatever, yada, yada, yada. And it's good, he black. So Keith was like, I'm pulling up. He pull up on the dude, the dude about the clothes. He see Keith, he like, oh, my God. Keith's like, yeah, it's me, but I just want, you know, are you about to clothes? He said, no, nah, I got you, I got you. He served the dude or whatever. Don't serve Keith. Keith eat the wings, wings hitting. The dude was about to go out. Listen, y'all boys. The dude was like, "Yo, it's my last date." I literally was about to shut this bitch down, and I was asking God, "Should I shut this bitch down?" And here you come, Keith. And you know, Keith Lee, if you know him, he always be like, "God is amazing." Blah 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 blah. Right. Mm -hmm. So, boom, he eat the wings. And one thing I give him credit for, he do do genuine reviews. If it's bad, I've seen this nigga. Chop it up with a nigga and then say they food nasty. I seen the nigga tell the truth, right? Yep. So Keith 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 ate the wings. Keith was like, "Yo, these the best wings I ever had." The nigga got so much business, bro. He had to close the truck because the nigga can't accommodate the amount of people, and he's going to open a brick and mortar. So a nigga that happened, bro, this a nigga on TikTok that have that kind of power, bro. You know what I'm saying? That have that type of power. The man was like, man, listen, I can't even, I'm by myself. I can't even accommodate all of these orders type thing. You know what I'm saying? And, and and he got this man from a food truck to a brick and mortar in a week. In a week, in one week. You don't think <laughs> that you might want a good review from him in Atlanta restaurants? <laughs>
0: Right. Yeah, nah, I just think that's so crazy just how that turned out. But it's, it's something that it's something that needed to happen, you know, like cause yes. we would never know, like the with the way we know like Atlanta, and with the way the average person probably wouldn't know, and just see Atlanta as like the like this like this Black
1: Hollywood
0: quote unquote Wakanda as T yes. like T I once said. Like is it's just like well,
1: I remember when T I said that bro and we was on bro listen
0: mm-hmm. and we was
1: talking about it and Tate was talking about oh yeah I like that whatever and I was like nah <laughs> Atlanta bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro like I like bro like bro listen I I done been to Atlanta a lot like I always go to the cabin every February or whatever you know what I'm saying? This is gonna be my first February not going in almost 10 years. So I go to the cabin every February, woo whoop, all that stuff or whatever. And, of course, going up to the cabin, whether it be in Tennessee, North Carolina, Georgia, wherever, we stop in Atlanta. We be in Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta is trash, bro. And then, you know, another thing, we go up to Atlanta. I'd have been in Atlanta for the SEC championship game. It's always something going on in Atlanta, blah, blah, blah. Atlanta's terrible. Atlanta's terrible because it's full of scammers. How do you think you're going to get something that's legit with scammers? Let me say that again. How you think you're going to get something that's legit in a city full of scammers? If everybody's scamming, how you think that we're going to be able to get a good little look at anything? Because everybody's scamming. Don't nobody know how to treat nobody. It's Black Hollywood. Everybody rich? Who, let me ask y'all boys, y'all ever met somebody from Atlanta that's poor? What well, last time a nigga said they from Atlanta and they ain't have no money? <laughs> Every nigga in Atlanta got a million dollars.
0: They, they really have the point. Nah, yeah. Everybody, everybody in Atlanta find, finding a way to get some money for real, right? Right.
1: I'm telling you, bro. Whenever I meet a nigga from Atlanta, nigga be like, "Yeah, I'm from Atlanta, nigga. I'm good, good. Damn, damn, nigga. All y'all niggas for scrappy. All y'all niggas JD. All y'all niggas Pebbles. All y'all niggas Babyface.
0: Yeah. Oh no, no broke. Oh no, not one broke one. <laughs>
1: Right, but 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 last time I checked, it's a Atlanta got a hood, right?
0: No.
1: You meet a nigga, you meet a nigga, you meet a nigga, bro, y'all in, in Tallahassee. Then it's where you at. You meet a nigga right now from Atlanta. That nigga, that nigga, gonna have some kind of story. Why this nigga hot? Why 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 this nigga? Why this nigga rich? Why this nigga balling? Why this nigga? What they call it, motion. Why this nigga got motion? <laughs> Nigga from Du, nigga be from Duval, be like nigga. I'm from nigga. I'm from East, I'm from. The, I'm from out East. I ain't got no money. I am pull. I rob you right now. That's how Duval nigga is. Atlanta nigga want to convince you that he know Tyler Perry. I bet you do.
0: That's. I got a quick I got a quote. Or uh, uh, Khalil, you might know the answer to this. Where is Where is Lil RT from? Lil well, RT, I have no
1: idea. Where is RT from? He ain't from Jacksonville.
0: Okay, I was about to say because Okay, cuz I don't know what it is. Well, I'm like I like I don't wanna I don't wanna put Duval on him pause, but I'm like How do I feel? Like... like it's 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 just something about it that's like give like giving it's giving...
1: very Duvalish, that's what you said?
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah, that nigga, I don't know where this a nigga, little RT
0: from nah that like and for those who don't know know what i'm talking about like so i think he's like
1: oh wait oh yeah 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 nigga little rt from atlanta
0: speaking of atlanta
1: yeah that (laughs) nigga certified that nigga certified scammer
0: listen look hey that goes back to my point you can't say nobody from atlanta broke
1: That shit, wow. I just wanna point news. out that nigga, I wanna point out something to y'all, boys. Lil RT and Drake son the same age. I just wanna point that out. Because Drake Son say I don't got my roadblocks. My daddy say I can't. Nah, for right? real. They've
0: been they've been versus in them for about two weeks now.
1: And then no, Nah, don't do that, bro. Fuck that, nigga. Drake raising his son right. Whoever little RT mama and daddy is, man, fuck you. <laughs> you ain't for the culture. I, I ain't thought- no business back that. You ain't for the culture, nigga.
0: <laughs> I thought it was so funny when... <laughs> I thought it was so funny when he was like 12, get behind me. We gonna do 60. Do 60? You.
1: Man, you ain't gonna <laughs> be on a bike.
0: Like, are where you <laughs> going, going doing, doing 60?
1: Where you going, nigga? And my thing is, bro... Not opposed to young niggas rapping. I used to love Criss Cross when I was a J. I like niggas young niggas rapping. I now now that I'm older, I appreciate Bow Wow, but when I was younger, it was fuck Bow Wow because you know why didn't they get all the hoes? But nevertheless, I appreciate you know what I'm saying, young niggas rapping. That being said, bro, if you're a young nigga and you rapping, you better rap like Bow Wow or Criss Cross or Drake's son. The first thing he said was suck a dick. Little nigga, let me tell you something, my boy. You ain't going to tell me this up. Nobody did. Nigga, you ate. I'm about to beat the shit out your ass. You hear me? And I don't even beat kids, but I'm about to get your mind right, youngster, because you're bugging. You're fucking bugging. Come on, bro. 100 rounds? He said he's shooting 100 rounds, Dennis. He ate. (laughs) (laughs) He ate. He can't even, the nigga say he got a switchy. Nigga, you can't even pull the trigger on that. Nigga, your whole body will fly back like a Grand Theft Auto Ragdoll. What are we talking about? (laughs) So like I said, Drake the goat. He raising his son right because his son rapping about Pokemon and Roblox. Okay? That's what an eight-year-old pose to rap about. Roblox and Pokemon and shit. Meanwhile, little RT mama and daddy ain't shit. They just want to get rich from their son, and they let him come out, suck a dick, a hundred rounds. If I see your little RT, I'm going to slap shit at you. Boy, because you hard, ain't you, little nigga? They, I, I just want y'all to know how bad this is for the culture. Because let me tell you something, bro. What happened to protect the children? Little ga- gangsta niggas, bro. Gangsta niggas ain't never put no 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 eight-year-old on the block.
0: What? Oh. I just want to say I'm not co-signing this because I don't know if Lil Art, Lil RT might might have a, a have somebody in the tuck. Well, first, first of all,
1: first of all, if I see Lil RT pulling up with a shisty mask, nigga, I got plenty of time to run away from a tricycle. Okay, Lil RT, I got I drive cars.
0: <laughs> nice, Lil RT, he do too. Apparently, he, do, he going nah, to- hell
1: nah. it, it, Hell no. Nah. You got to wear a helmet. It's illegal for you to even ride without a helmet, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, get out of here! The only switchy this nigga got is a Nintendo. This nigga bugging right now, bro. A hundred rounds, bro. That shit crazy. Did is when I seen that shit, I say this shit wow. Although I will say, little nigga slide, yes, little nigga little slide. I do no nigga slide. I don't know who wrote that shit, but that nigga, that nigga slide <laughs> that bit. That nigga slide that bit. Drake son gonna lose that verse battle because Drake son ain't sliding I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to hear that. Keep your son off the off the track, Drake. Right? That's the only critique I got for you, Little RT. Hey, you slide, boy. But, but 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 gangster, life see, my thing is why this bad for the culture, bro? Because you know, y'all know I coach young men, and I always tell them, bro, don't be gangster unless you have to. Right? There's two types of niggas in the world. There's gangsters and there's bullies, bro. Bullies beat up on niggas. You know what I'm saying? That's littler than them that they got the advantage over, yada, yada, yada. They beat them niggas up. And then when it's time to face a tall task, they can't face it. Then it's gangsters. Gangsters are gangsters at all times, nigga. Noriega ain't take no off day, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, 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 Larry Hoover ain't take no off day, nigga. Henry Man don't take no off day, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Real gangsters is real gangsters. This nigga, this nigga, little RT ain't no real gangster. He's somewhere right now playing Roblox or trying to buy a skin for Fortnite. <laughs> You're not no, like, but, but what we're doing with our culture is saying, yeah, man, we on that gangster shit. Put a pooh shiesty mask on the eight-year-old and tell him suck a dick, hit the click, switchy, switchy, bitch. What?
0: Switchy, switchy, bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, bro? We is wildin', bro. Between this and Keith Lee, I think the feds need to go into Atlanta. Donald Trump was right. Send the feds investigate all the niggas. It's something shady going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, spot on. Crazy. Speaking of the crazy.
0: speaking of the feds, um, Caesar spoke for the first time and basically like the short version is that he said that um he said Envy's defense that he said he was a victim was the dumbest thing he ever heard but he said like when it came to all the stuff with like everything else he was like he was like yeah and all these lawsuits you know Envy wasn't in the room with him and what not so so like keeping um I guess he's keeping he's saying that Envy is innocent when it comes to the fraud aspect of it nah nah envy
1: envy full of shit caesar full of shit (laughs) i'm gonna tell you right now what this is them niggas gonna talk and envy got all the money and Caesar like yo i'm gonna go do this but when i get out i want my money hold my money because if i say you a victim and whatnot you ain't gonna have to return no money or whatever. That's why because here go my thing though, Dennis. If if, if envy is a, a victim, why he got his wife deleting all her little Prada and Gucci shit off the Instagram.
0: Nah, I think the funniest what? one was the um when he <laughs> when when envy came out in the shiesty vest.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: he was talking to he was with Caesar. He was like, What's up? He did it load up, y'all. This DJ Envy. Um Caesar told me to come out and come look at this house. I said, no, it's too cold.
1: Yeah, man. Come on, bro.
0: <laughs>
1: come on, bro.
0: My thing is, bro, <laughs>
1: ain't no way, bro. It's just like, um, my homegirl, and I just said this the day too, uh, brought up DJ Emmy. My homegirl, Janae White, who do like credit repair and all this other stuff and her got really big or whatever. It's all going around the internet. She's scamming niggas or whatever. So it's either one or two things, right? Because I had released a statement earlier that, you know, Hater Bear Media supports her or whatever. Because we, she actually, her first interview ever, before she became a millionaire and all that other shit, her first interview ever on any kind of outlet or platform was on Listen Podcast, telling black people that credit is important and how to fix their credit. And she always been good to me. That's my motherfucking dog. Now, I'll be honest with y'all boys. I don't know nothing about no scamming but I ain't no business partner of her, So that makes sense for me to say some shit like that. Oh, I don't know nothing about no scamming because I'm not her business partner. I'm her business associate. Well, she's done business with me, but it's in the means of my company do a service for her. She pays my company. You know what I'm saying? However, I stand beside her, bro. That my motherfucking dog. So if you got scammed by, you didn't get scammed, I don't give a fuck, I support scammers, nigga. So y'all, we just talked about Atlanta, right? (laughs) So my thing is, stand on business, as the young people say. Stand on business. Don't come out here and try to play us in our face like DJ Envy ain't know y'all was scamming niggas. He definitely Bitch, you knew know. y'all was scamming niggas. You think, he say it again.
3: He had them there. The boys done damage control. I just want to new go to jail.
1: They knew, bro. You knew this nigga was scamming niggas, man. Yeah, What are we talking winning. about? Yeah, bro. Take what care, the fuck bro. you talking about, man? You ain't you ain't think, man. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Now I would I would say this or whatever. I'll say this. You niggas, you niggas sitting up here, and 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 and, and, and y'all don't plot it. So y'all think y'all can run game Fed's Watching y'all niggas, bro. You think D- D- DJ envy? You think that your wife deleted her shit from her Instagram? Is, is gonna make it look like y'all a pole, nigga? You ain't fucking pole, nigga. And you know what else? I don't fuck with you, nigga. I'm a De Merrill, nigga, nigga. Fuck you, DJ Evie. I don't like you, and I hope you go to jail. You scammer. So you don't, So YouTube.
0: you don't support all scammers. No, yeah, right.
1: I don't support all. Scammers. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like.
0: Like, wait a minute.
1: I support scammers <laughs> if they fuck with me in my company. Right? And I don't support scammers who scam uh, elderly people or, or take houses from people and shit like that. That's that dirty scam and shit. Now, sure. according to according to the world, my homegirl Janae, what they what she supposed to be scamming is turnkey Airbnbs and shit like that. Nigga, if you bought into some stupid shit like that, you dumb anyways. You dumb anyways, nigga. <laughs> huh? Oh my, my 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 ROI and I hate when niggas. Let me let me just rant real quick. I hate when niggas learn a new acronym or word or some shit and they get on on on. on, on. And they be throwing have, it like, off. Oh, oh yeah, well where where's my ROI? <laughs> that ROI don't make sense. Niggas say return on investment.
0: Right. I heard <laughs> I done heard ROI. I done heard HOA in the la- yeah. like so many times in the last two weeks than I've heard in my entire life.
1: Get the fuck out of here. Like, you niggas know what y'all talk. Y'all niggas don't know what y'all talking about, nigga. You don't know no motherfucking <laughs> ROI. Say return on your investment. Stop playing my face. I hate when niggas play in your face. That, and then go back to full circle, bro, back to the Keith Atlanta thing. It's like niggas, niggas are so worried about me and the standards of white people. I'm dead ass when I say this, too. Niggas are so worried about me and the standards of white people that we try everything in our power to be white, including hurting our own people. Parent point blank, bro. We'll hurt a nigga before we hurt a white person. And that's wild to me. That's wild to me, bro. Y'all the ROI and all this other shit. No, nigga, they scamming because they want to collect money because capitalism is evil and nigga DJ Envy want to be rich because same reason why he tried to call out uh what's the name for taking the damn the beat or whatever. He was like, oh, this nigga owe me for a beat. Envy well, ain't nobody fucking with your beat. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember this, bro? Who was it? Was it Clue? Was it was who? either Clue. It was Clue or one of the It was like one of the niggas had a cut and the song got kind of popular or whatever. And Envy was like, I made the beat. The nigga owe me for the beat. So then the nigga came on the breakfast club and was like, it was, it was either him or somebody came on the breakfast club and called Envy out for the shit. Like, yo, that's your nigga. Why you on national radio saying the nigga owe you for a beat and shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, how much the beat was? And, and he was like, it was $10,000 whatever. It was like, nigga, $10,000? What the fuck is $10,000? Because mind you though, this ain't me, you, and, and, and Khalil talking. These rich niggas talking. You feel me? So he like, what's $10,000, nigga? You selling your friend out for $10,000, nigga? I'm putting him, talking him bad on, on the radio, nigga. For 10 bands, nigga? He was like, well, at the time, I was broken and I needed the money. that tell you right there what type of nigga envy. it. that tell you right there. Oh, I'm broke. I need the money. So my nigga that's supposed to be my nigga that's supposed to be my homie, I'm going to make him look bad on national radio. Because I need the money, and this nigga owe me ten bands, and and I'm gonna say it on national radio, and the nigga still ain't paying you the ten bands. DJ Envy, I got it here, man. Envy a
0: buster, bro. Um, they're they Bloomhouse announced that they're dropping uh in um an imaginary movie.
1: What?
0: So. <laughs> yes it sounds it sounds crazy um okay so they said that basically the way that the movie is set up is that they said you have to um so the they had they they dropped the trailer and it had like a like a like a jordan peele type of sample of um just my imagination by the temptations and they said that viewers Basically, the theme of the movie is that viewers have to close their eyes and use their imagination to figure out the plot.
1: Boy, I ain't fucking with this. <laughs> Boy, I ain't fucking with that. And Bloom for Bloom House? For Bloom oh, That's House, crazy. You know, so 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 you telling me that Pootie Tang was right? Remember Pootie Tang made the album with no sound?
0: Mm-hmm. And all those jokes yeah. that we heard back in the day is just like just like you know, at one point we're gonna get that that one artist that's gonna like drop something and it's gonna yeah. be you gotta imagine the music. Right.
1: And that's what so bro, we done got man, listen, we done got that, that's crazy.
0: Nah, we in we in the future. That that's one way of knowing that we in the future. That's that's insane.
1: That's the future. Yeah, bro. Imagine crazy. We at the point now, bro. Where like I don't even know how to describe that, bro. Like, idiocracy is real.
0: Uh, This this strike just got people like. I I blame the strike,
1: nigga. The world needs (laughs) a (laughs) strike.
0: Listen, they got Flavor Flav singing the national anthem. So there's that. (laughs) (laughs) What's that Milwaukee?
3: That was Milwaukee game, I think.
0: Uh, flavor, yeah. flavor right there. The boys yeah. doing anything. Like, Flavor Flav. Like, our first episode of this podcast when one of the first things that we talked about, because it was during um the All-Star, like, the All-Star game, and we was talking about um, Fergie. Fergie, she- when
3: she did it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we just, like, we just, like, went down the rabbit hole, <laughs> like, some of the worst, like, national anthems of all time. Hell yeah. Everybody, yeah, that, that was a rabbit I hole. Stand on
1: I stand on the Carl Lewis.
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hey, yeah. <laughs>
1: That's the first one I talked about. I mean, yo, Fergie, bro, first of all, like, I, I don't know, because I don't remember when it started. It seems like one of those things that has always been. But I know it had to have a start. Mm-hmm. For this second and moment, I have no idea why in a non-international competition we're doing national anthem. Mm-hmm. Think about what I just said, bro. If it's USA versus England, come on, man. Okay, that's cool. But why is it Jacksonville versus Pittsburgh? We doing the national anthem, bitch. We know where we at.
0: Yep, like it
1: makes no sense.
0: Yeah, no, nah, it's always the big events. But um, before we get the before we get the question for the pod, um, because yeah, we definitely get into that. Um, any quick hits, quick thoughts on on crown jewel predictions? Do we pretty much know what's going to end up happening anyway?
1: I, I think they're gonna throw us one curveball. I just hope it's not the LA night one or whatever. You know, they got to give us one every every time show because you know the Saudi, they. Gonna cut off somebody's foot, it won't get one. So maybe the women's championship will change hands or something like that. But like other than that, I feel like it's pretty much chalk, right? For Crown Drew, right? Or am yeah. I tripping?
0: I, I pretty much agree. I think the only thing that has a possibility of happening is maybe Drew might take the belt off Seth. But that's a hard maybe. But why though?
1: See, yeah, I I agree. That's a hard maybe. Because I don't, I don't get it. Like, right? why would you do that right now? Drew don't need to put, be put over, and the belt over with Seth. Yeah, he's running into the ground, but Drew ain't the guy to take it. Should have gave it to fan Balor.
0: Yeah, and... just,
1: or just have Damian Priest cast the shit in. Who gives a shit?
0: Which could also happen.
1: Right. Just have him catch the shit in. Who gives a fuck, man? Don't nobody care about that belt. But that though, everybody wants to see Cody finish the story, bro. That's all we want to see now. And what's crazy is I feel like it's gotten worse. Like we just want to see Cody finish the story, dog.
0: Yeah, I ain't a lot of Jimmy. Jimmy with these promos have been pretty funny, though.
1: Yeah, I mean Jimmy. Jimmy and Jay are they, but they've been ever since they've been allowed to do the USO penitentiary thing. Jimmy mm-hmm. and Jay have been two of the best in, in the game. At WWE, as far as promos and on the mic, Jimmy and J, new day. Um, Seth kind of okay, but not a big Seth on the mic fan. Even Cody, who is babyface galore, I don't like his ass on the mic either. You know what I mean? Ain't too many, ain't no John Cena walking through that though. LA Knight is great on the mic, but who give a shit? I don't care. Nobody, and you know what? That's what's crazy about LA Knight. Nobody likes LA Knight because his mic work. I don't even know why we like LA Knight. It's like one of those guys that we made cool just because we wanted to make a different guy cool. Kind of like Daniel Bryan. It's like, oh, y'all want us to like this guy? We're going to like this guy instead. Because it was like Austin Theory they wanted us to like. Everybody was like, fuck Austin Theory. We gonna like LA Knight instead.
0: Yeah, and I still and I still stand by my point that they need to split Austin Theory and Grayson Waller because they're starting to look alike.
1: Bro, I, I agree with that, and I think they've been looking alike for a long ass time.
0: Nah, yeah, that's... I agree with that one hundred percent. All right, question for the pod. So it goes like this. This, this question for the pod starts with my friend has her son calling me dad. My best friend since I was 10 has always been sweet to me. She had a son at 14 and she got kicked out. None of her family would take her. So I convinced our parents to let her move in because we could afford it. She has lived with us for two years and I was doing college preparations. She shares a room with me in a different bed. When I told her about colleges and stuff, she said, what about her son? I asked, what about him? And she said, you're basically his daddy. I am so confused. He has been calling me Dada, but I thought it was something he'd he, he not do with age. Come to find out, she tells him I'm his daddy. I'm not his dad. I view his <laughs> mom as a sister. This is so confusing. Please help.
1: Yo, bro, you got to get away from her ASAP. Yeah, that's bro. crazy. That's crazy. You don't, bro. Don't allow this kid to call you daddy. Don't even allow this kid to call you aunt. Get the hell up out of there, boy. <laughs> the boy. Get the hell up out of there, boy. Get the hell up out of there, boy. Get the hell up out of there, boy. Don't deal with any of that. She is a person that's looking for a father for her kid. For and, right? And it sounds like the kid is young which means she just recently chose a terrible pit person to be her baby daddy. She knew then that nigga wasn't shit. <laughs> you know what else too, my boy? Because if you look at her like a sister, you probably said, you shouldn't have no kid with this nigga. And you know what she probably said? Shut up. Because you don't know what you talking about. Or you're just jealous. And now she got her kid calling you dad dad. Oh, nah, bro. Be out, out. <laughs>
0: i i agree i I agree with Jax. yeah that's that's a very yeah that's a that's a very hot well i don't know if hostile is the right word but it can't be because one thing one thing that we we all can pretty much we all pretty much know about kids is that kids can get attached and by you doing that and you know putting this responsibility on this person without their consent is it ultimately does more damage to the kid than anybody else. So it's like yeah. when you, when you mix that together, you pretty much get a bad outcome. Like so, yeah, run run for the hills, you know. Like like, find you find you a college on the other side of the country, you know, and, and just hey, it's just just. Run for the hills is that's pretty much the best way I can describe it because that's that's nuts.
1: Yeah, bro. And when you get to the hills, jump on an airplane and fly the fuck away from there. <laughs> <too. laughs> get the fuck away from anybody, bro. Like, yeah, get the fuck out of there. Get the fuck out of there, bro.
0: Find a country that that has no extradition laws.
1: Facts. Bags, bro. Getting away from that baby, bro. Straight up. Yeah. Stand on business. <laughs> Standing on
0: business.
1: <laughs> Standing on stand on business by not making that your business.
3: That's all. Well, I should just try and throw that responsibility on him. What like he was just gonna be bro, cool with it. As
1: bro, as well. can I say this real quick? Because you're right, that is wild, but check this out, y'all boy. As a single man who has been dating out here. And then as you single again, right? Back on the ground. Right. So as a single man me and treated out here, bro, honestly, no static fam. My fellow colleagues, these hoes is like that. I want you to <laughs> fall into, bro, listen, every time, bro, and I listen, I listen, women, because I called you women, so I want you to listen. I'm not opposed to dating a woman with a child. It don't bother me. Like, you know, that's not a that's not a a, a, a non-negotiable. You can have a little jit, you know what I'm saying? But you do do anybody know why I want this woman to have an older child instead of a younger child? You know why? Because I don't want to deal with your fucking goofy ass baby daddy. I don't care. And and my thing is, when you have a young child, you just recently made that stupid ass decision. You knew that nigga wasn't shit. You know, it. for some reason, you you surprised. Yeah, you know, little essay. You know, he's he's, he's <laughs> nine months, nine months. So you telling me that your coochie ain't been healed up nothing but eight weeks, eight months, and you hard no wait seven months. Are you already out here trying to find little S.A. a stepdaddy? Where his daddy at? Let little S.A. walk me. Let little S.A. walk me. Where his daddy at? Bro, ain't no way a kid should be five and under and his daddy not in his life. How did you pick this nigga? That's a terrible dad. You just fucked him. That's my thing, y'all boys. That's not the only point I'm trying to make. Listen, I'm talking to this woman right now. Actually, I'm talking to several women right now. All of the youngest of those people, um, uh, uh, well, the youngest kid of these few women that I'm talking to or whatever, and it's different circumstances to each, is seven years old. Seven. So that means she fucked this sorry nigga seven years ago. I'm okay (laughs) with that. I'm okay with that. I was talking to this... Bro, bro, listen. I was talking (laughs) to this girl, bro. She had a baby that was six months old. Okay? And I liked the girl. She was real cool. And she was my speed. You know what I'm saying? She was fine little cute, little thing thing. I don't know. I like it. However... Your baby six months old, boo boo. You was just out here fucking fuck niggas. You ain't ready for no relationship, girl. I'm grown. You was just. I, I just want to repeat that. Let me get my ooh my own. You was just out here <laughs> fucking fuck niggas. Okay, your baby is zero. Okay, your baby is zero years old. That means you just fuck this nigga. So 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 now you want me, this what get me, y'all boys. This what get me, and this is why I start talking to her. Oh, you want me to go through the gauntlet just to be able to take you to get a, 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 a coffee date, bitch. I got to go through hell and high water. You just <laughs> fuck the fuck, nigga. You just let a fuck nigga none of you. <laughs> that just happened. This baby brand new. It still smells like new babies. No. They don't even talk. It's a bobblehead. They don't even talk. It's, you know how babies be too young; they can't support their head. It's a bobblehead.
0: It smell like <laughs> baby is. Nuts.
1: Yeah, it still smells like new baby, bro. And you want me to? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take you to fucking like the, the steakhouse and, and wine and dye you <laughs> and, and, and make you feel good. Oh, I'm just looking for somebody. To, connect with me be mentally before I give to my body it wasn't six months ago
2: you, you just fucking nigga I ain't give a fuck
1: and you can't tell me he was a good nigga cause he's not
2: here you said you don't
1: fuck with him
0: and we are not even talking about, about the list come on bro
1: come on bro you remember the things on NBC I don't know y'all boys might be too young but a nigga'll come on and he'll say a message and then and, and then the star will come across the screen and it'll be like the more you know. Or y'all remember the the, the the Jesus Christ Church of Latter-day Saint commercial where they'll teach a lesson and then they'll say the lesson and they'll say, Pass it on. Women, come close. Come close, put your ear to whatever you're listening to. <laughs> if you got an airpod in, push it in further. Okay. If you listening on the radio, put your head by the speaker. If you're in the car, turn it up, okay? Imagine we end up with, uh Jesus Christ Church of Latter day Saints commercial. I'm about to say something. Come here, come in. Accountability. Pass
0: it on. <laughs> oh man. Um rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Uh, Matthew Perry, um, he was on Friends. He passed over the weekend. He was fifty four. Also, Richard Roundtree, um, the original chef. He passed as well. He was in his 80s. I can't remember the exact...
1: Unbelievable, Richard Roundtree was not dead. Unbelievable. That's a Bob Barker one to me. I could have swore Richard Roundtree was dead, y'all, boy. Wait, you, you thought he was already dead? thought it was already dead. No cap. I could have sworn I seen some kind of special where Sam Jackson was talking about how he was honored to play Shaft because Richard Roundtree was such a great man when he was alive.
0: Apparently I'm wrong. Mandela offense. Yeah, this ain't this ain't this ain't one of them situations.
1: But yeah, man. Shout out Richard Roundtree. And even though I think oh, Friends Richard. is a knockoff of Living Single and it was unfunny as fuck. I seen a clip from Friends earlier where they was bringing the couch up to things and it was like, pivot, pivot. And I know that's like for white people, that's like a chuckle moment or whatever. Uh, fuck y'all white people jokes. <laughs> Shit ain't funny. <laughs> however, however, Matthew Perry um, is an iconic figure in young black men and women's lives. And you know why? Because we bought our ass home from school, and we ain't have no cable. And you know what? They were showing Friends reruns. So we like <laughs> Matthew Perry the same way that we like fucking Leslie, um, what's the name who played Fraser, and the same way that we watch Cheers and Kirstie Alley and all of that shit. So um, I don't know about none of that. Right? You you a little bit you a little bit you a little bit younger. So when you get home from school and shit, and you ain't got no cable, they probably was running Fresh Prince or some shit like that. Yeah. Fresh Prince was still new when this was going on, or whatever. Well, not new, but it was in syndication. But it wasn't on regular TV. Regular TV would be the would be the news, and then after the news, it would be like until the network television shows came on, it would be The Simpsons, Friends, Married with Children, you know what I'm saying? Frasier, Seinfeld, Cheers, shit like that. You know how many niggas grew up watching I Love Lucy and shit? Cause we ain't had no cable, and that's what the fuck was on TV. So, shout out to Matthew Perry <laughs> and his family. Condolences, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got nothing against Matthew Perry. I just got something against friends biting off living single and telling bad white jokes.
0: Straight up. All right, closing thoughts.
1: Um, I'll go first since the newbie in here, and you know, they'd be uncomfortable doing anything. <laughs> all right. So, I've been thinking all day, man, about my closing thoughts. Earlier, on the little pre-show thing, I was talking about mental health and all of that or whatever. Man, you know what I think we lack as a society? We lack Holding each other up, and what I mean by that is, like, we all ask each other in the guys chat all the time. Dennis is a witness to this. Like, man, hey, man, how you mental health? How y'all boys doing? Whatever, right? And then we, you know, go through the motions and do it. And guys do that, and I appreciate the guys for doing that or whatever. But man, like. I don't know if that's enough. I'm not sure what would be enough. But I know just saying, hey, man, how y'all mentals?" And then everybody go through their little mentals, Then we say, damn, bro, hold your head up. Damn, bro, that's fucked up. Damn, bro, that's good. I don't think that's enough, y'all boys. I don't know what's enough, and I don't think this is it. Because this ain't it either. This ain't it either. However, I know that. Somebody care about you, somebody love you, and somebody needs you here. So, even though it's bleak sometimes, and believe me, I know it's bleak sometimes because it's bleak for me today. I'm fucking basketball trial, trying to win a football championship, and trying to get my daughter situated, and trying to work. All that, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm exhausted, and it's bleak. However, I'm gonna push through, and I don't want y'all boys to push through for just one more week. And we'll reconvene next week and address it again. So just give me another week out, y'all, boys. I promise it'll be all right on the other side of the tunnel. Pray with your hands open. That's how you receive energy. I'm out.
3: Are you waiting on me to go? I don't know if that's him. Yeah. I apologize. I hadn't really had nothing much to say, but I guess to kind of piggyback off that, just make sure to take care of yourself this week. Like on the stuff, stuff can get rocky, but like you said, you gotta keep pushing forward, man. That's all I gotta say.
0: All right, so um, great pod as I always. Say um, may you and everyone around you experience nothing but love, happiness, and protection. Um, I don't really have much. Um, we're approaching this. This year has went by quick, and I'll probably find myself at that An- is a fact. And the exact same thing but like the clocks go back this Sunday it is crazy because it feel like they just went for it so make every day the best that you can and just you know do your best and do whatever you can to make your best better and with that being said you can catch us on Spotify Apple, Stitcher iHeart Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, and remember when you touch that dial, like, rate, review, share, worship, worship, and like that. We out, peace. But before we, before we, before we dip, I just got one more question, mm-hmm. and we even got to stay on this. Are y'all are do y'all feel any type of way about Casanet doing the live stream from jail?
1: Not really. Because... I didn't even... Like it's like at this point, bro. I don't whatever. Donald Trump gonna be president from jail, so I don't know why I give a fuck about this. And I'm just that's just me being honest, bro. Because at this point, bro, like, is the world even real anymore? <laughs> Think about the shit that happens, bro, on a daily basis. I'm so dead ass right now. Think about the shit that we see on TV and that goes on, bro. Is any of this shit even real anymore? I'm convinced we living in a simulation. It
0: smell like new baby. They smell like new babies, bro. <laughs> y'all
1: think that's a joke, but dead ass babies be smelling like new babies, y'all, boy.
0: The reason I ask that is because, um, because it's it, everybody's kind of been, you know, everybody's kind of, you know, had their thoughts on, you know, the fact that he's, um, he they feel that him doing the jail live stream is like sending a, a bad message, it's wrong message. Because of the fact that they think that jail that That's all it's going to be Is going to be like that yeah, hang out with,
3: with all your buddies right. Well, jail oh, is no. like
1: that It's just not going to be like that for y'all niggas <laughs> Nigga, if you a boss <laughs> If you really that nigga for real Jail is like that Nigga, nigga if you in jail it, it, Like, for example, Young Thug If Young Thug Whatever you Thug is doing right now, bro In prison if, if, or, whatever, or what he would do in prison it's not the same thing that Ricky mm-hmm. from, the, from 18th Street doing. Come on, nigga, if you a boss, that is jail. Jail ain't real for rich niggas. Now, I don't know when that happened or when it became that, but that's true now. It's a true statement. Jail ain't real for rich people. Niggas on live stream. You can see the niggas go to jail like a hood nigga go to jail and shit be fucked up for them.
3: Mm-hmm. He was worried. Yeah.
1: But, you know what <laughs> <like, laughs> Like, nigga, Tupac. Did Tupac get stabbed in jail or some shit like that? I don't remember that. That ain't happening no Mm more. Nigga, shit ain't ain't happening like that, nigga. uh, Nigga, Lil Wayne went to jail, bro, and like, Kodak went to jail, bro, and Donald Trump freed him. Kodak was in jail doing pills and writing music. Boosie went to jail. We don't even remember it. Y'all don't remember Boosie went to jail for like two years? Don't nobody remember that.
0: It was more than that. I remember them all them years of hearing Free Boosie. Oh,
1: Free Boosie? Come on, oh, man.
0: Nah. I know
3: that is an interesting idea for, like, a stream, to Go to jail, seven days. But I guess from like a creative standpoint, after you do so much, like I guess you got to kind of try and up it every time.
1: I guess that's just his way of Up in it. Bro, imagine thugger, a brother getting found guilty, and he drop his album like right before he go in, right? And then while he's in, he do a concert on the live, bro. Jail, yeah. Where he just listening to his, like playing the music in the background, rapping a concert. With Jail niggas, this is dancing this shit.
3: Jail so listening party?
1: Yeah, nigga gonna make millions of dollars.
0: <laughs> yeah. I remember when, um I remember when when verses was a thing. And everybody was like, somebody get R. Kelly a camera from jail. <laughs> that was crazy. And they was basically trying to get they was basically trying to make the same thing happen. I was like, yeah, y'all, y'all are wild. Yeah, that's was wild. But nah. Um, Crown Jewel is this Saturday at one o'clock in the afternoon. My expectations are moderate, but we gonna see.
1: We'll see, man. I don't know. I hate Saudi Arabian uh, pay-per-views. Oh, no. I don't
3: like know. I ain't going to do that Tyson Fury fight. I, I was great. Well, I guess you mean, like, the, the, the wrestling thing. I
1: mean, I don't know, man. Saudi Arabia, I don't trust. Yeah. Just in general. And I feel like they're going to make WWE do some stupid shit. I feel
3: like that's for a, a lot of sports. They're having too much money over here. You
0: no, trying sports to buy now. everything. You right yeah, all the sports. Yeah, I remember when that that um. When I remember when that like that report went out that Vince was thinking about selling WWE to like a Saudi Arabian company, and I was like, I I could believe that, right? Well so it wasn't final. Damn. I was like, this is a very like Vince McMahon type of thing. Like he's about to back Get that bag. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Right. It's
0: easy. it's easy money, bro. Even though Vince is walking around on a cane these days and not I mean be... he
1: 80, ain't he?
0: Close.
1: Man, gotta be almost 80 years old, bro.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It was a bit it was it was kinda like, ooh, this is kinda bittersweet to watch, especially when you know the walk do doing the way to the ring. But then again, it, he did also like have surgery and whatnot too, so. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. But, all right, we out for real this time. Peace.
1: Yeah.